0: Welcome to Healthy Perspectives Podcast with Jeremiah, where we provide clinical perspectives on current social and cultural issues. And don't forget, you can subscribe at Podbean, Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe at any or all of them. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Getter, Twitter, and many other social media sites. Or you can email us at Healthy Perspectives with an S at ProtonMail.com. It wasn't that long ago that I told you some different categories that I was going to be trying to cover. One of those categories I figured was going to be love and I'm going to get after it, but uh, I got some caveat for you. Uh, today, uh, I'm going to do a part of it, and I'm going to say it's going to be to be continued as well. And that is because as I was trying to break it down and say, okay, how am I going to talk about love in a podcast? I I started struggling, struggling pretty good, uh, because it's such an important topic and it's such a complex topic. I think my desire uh, to do a good job has, has actually kind of gotten in the way a little bit in this one. And normally, I'm pretty content just putting something out and saying, you know what, I'm just going to do the best that I can, and we're just going to you know see what it, see what it does, you know, and, and I get feedback and I grow and I get better because of it. But this one is so important that I've I've been a little hesitant. Uh, so you you should know that. And the other thing that makes me hesitant is there's so many, like I, like I said, complexities, uh, that I have decided what I'm going to do is piece it together. Uh, I'm going to piece it together, but I'm going to piece it together in a strategic way. I'm going to start really big and broad and I'm going to narrow it down. I'm going to whittle it down to something smaller. So I'll I'll tell you a little bit more about what we're going to do. Uh, after, I tell you some of the things that love is love is an ideology. Hang in there with me. I know I'm going to, I'm going to start really big. Love is a philosophy. Love is a feeling. It's a thought. It's an action or a verb, right? Communication, different behaviors. It's our design we are designed to be relational. That's not a question. That's that's a reality, whether you like it or don't like it. And our design is to love, relationally. It's painful. Love is painful. You're like, why is it painful? I'm going to address that, or at least I'm going to attempt to address that. Love is timeless. You can look back in history, as far back as we have anything recorded, And you will see love stories and those love stories will have pain. It's timeless. It is abstract. It's unique in every single relationship. If you got a brother or a sister, that's a unique form of love. If you've got a mother or a father or a child, unique, unique, unique. Every single time we get into a relationship of any sorts, and love grows, it is unique. And love is a choice, which you'll probably hear me say throughout however many broadcasts I do on this particular topic. I'll say it multiple times, I'm sure. It's a choice, it's a choice, it's a choice. So now we have some ideas of what love is. You know, how it presents, well, <laughs> that's different. We'll get into that later. For right now, I want to to break down one of these things at a time, and I am not going to break them all down today. So if you're going to want to hear the rest of this, you're going to have to come back. And I say that not because I'm trying to get a hook in you. I'm saying it because it's super complex, and I have been sitting on this particular version uh, for at least a few days. um, And... I want to make sure that I give myself ample time to process and make sure that I I at least make the effort to do a good job as, as good as I can do. So I want to break it down as, as an ideology, love as an ideology, which means it's directional. It has a focal point, a, a desired destination, right? An ideology. Nearly every religion, I haven't yet found a religion that doesn't have some type of uh, uh, love incorporated into it. And I I say that, and that's why I say nearly, because I can't find any information that would suggest that a religion exists that doesn't have a component of love. Uh, But they all have love for, well, not all, many of them love different things, And so I'm going to point that out so that you can get a a broad picture of how love works within the religion uh, or ideology section. Uh, Satanic. Some of you are like, no, love doesn't exist in Satanism. Uh, No, it does. It does. If you've done any research on what it means to be uh, a Satanist, you're going to understand real quickly that Satanists, for them at least, love is about the self. It's a self-love. Buddhism. It's about the love of balance. If you study these religions, some of these things become super clear. Uh, you know, in in the background, there may be other things also. I'm just going to highlight the one or two things that are most prevalent in the uh, in in the study. LDS. That would be uh, Mormon. It's about love of God and perfect behavior. So it's a behavior-oriented love of God and others in this world. Christianity, it's about love of God and people. Judaism, it's about the love of the Bible. Like they it, it, Catholicism is very much similar to Judaism. Anarchists, love of power. Look, I could go on and on, but understand where we choose to put our love, that's going to dictate our ideology. Uh, there, um, there are even people who would suggest that the philosophy, which I'm going to get to next, sort of branches into the realm of ideology or religion right the the belief system is so strong so let's go into that as a philosophy love is is very interesting i think it's very interesting so i took I took the five basics uh, in terms of the categories, like axiology, epistemology, uh, metaphysics, logic, politics. Uh, and then uh, I wanted to paint another version. And this is the the, the one that where they branch both ideology or religion and philosophy. And so I'll get to that one at the very, very end of this particular category. So let's do axiology. It's the love of the abstract. That would be ethics or aesthetics i think about that one in terms of uh you know people who have these instagram posts or uh you know the, their their uh, tiktoks and they're trying to create the perfect aesthetics that's really axiology that's a philosophy the idea that we can use the abstract we love the abstract to create meaning in the moment epistemology knowledge and truth right there are people who seek truth and knowledge i I fall into that category from time to time i sometimes have to rock my world to get out of that and get get back to what i uh you know my my more ideological beliefs are because i love knowledge i think knowledge is very cool right wisdom of course better Wisdom is the knowing the limitations of my knowledge too, right? All right. Metaphysics, reality and being. Many of you have heard me uh, use the like reality exists, whether you like it or don't, right? Well, reality and being is the study, right? The philosophy of what is real. Is your perception real? Reality and being. All right logic, argumentation, reason. It's about its about thinking, right? That philosophy, when we look at love within the realm of the philosophy logic, it's supposed to make perfect sense. So how do you do that? You look at somebody like a C.S. Lewis, who wrote The Problem of Pain, right? He started off in this mission as an atheist to, you know, put all of this Christian belief system in its place, one of man's biggest hoaxes. And so what What he tried to do was logic his way to how it was actually a hoax, not real. And that that's the argumentation, the reasoning, the logical side of it. But there, again, all of these philosophies have limitations. Politics, um, you know, it, it could almost be argued that that would be like, the, the anarchists of the uh, ideology category, right? The idea of state and government, right? There's some sociology mixed in there. So, you know, there's clearly an abstract nature to it. But the idea of power, if you look over history, over the last hundreds and thousands of years now, and you look at politics they almost always push the envelope of power to the breaking point. Now, we, we haven't discovered that. Hopefully, we don't here in the United States yet, um, or anytime, really. Uh, but that's, that's really what that does, right? The love of the state and the government is, is really an ideology, or as I was, a philosophy that is uh, political in nature, and when, lo- when you look at the context of love within it, it's the idea of us. But really what happens is it's the idea of me because that's how it ends up happening. It, that, that's what breaks it down is that one person or two people get too much power and the state and the government collapse, mm-hmm. at least historically. We'll see what happens moving forward. And the last category, and I told you I'd get to this at the end, there is this uh, this one particular uh, philosophy that I studied for a while, and it was super interesting. Uh, I studied it because of a client that I had worked with many years ago, and it's called pantheism. So it started off as a philosophy, but it bridges the gap. There are many people who see pantheism as a religion now. Now, it's in its origin, it was a philosophy, and what that says is you know the the love of nature. Well, that's a big, broad topic, right? We could, we could get into it. Uh, it was a really fascinating study for me. And I'm really grateful to have had that client many years ago who, who pushed me to explore. Cause I had up until I met him, I had no idea what pantheism was cause had never even really heard it or explored it. So this must've been probably, I don't know, eight years ago. So I wasn't a young man when it happened. Um, but You know, these things, they they cross our purview when they cross our purview. And that one did to me. But if you notice, that was a philosophy that became an ideology. And is darn like for many people, they consider it a religion, religion. And the whole idea of getting off grid completely is something that a pantheist would 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 really desire to do at some point. Most likely go live in the woods, you know, be completely self-sufficient, not necessarily alone with others, maybe a small community, but completely off the grid. Um, and there's more to it than that. But I'll just leave you right there. So let me tell you why I chose to start where I'm starting. I chose this because I wanted to show you how complex the topic of love is going to be. I want you to understand that it's, it's not easy. That not only is it not easy, I, I, number two on this is I am going to make mistakes because I am going to err in ways that are unique to me. And my experiences of love, right? Now, some of these things that we can generalize with love are are great. Like I appreciate them and they can be, you know, very accurate, but inherently when we talk about love, we're going to get some parts of it uh, wrong. And I want you to know that it's, it's completely impossible for me to explain it in a single podcast or even in a series of podcasts. I can try. And I'm going to give some effort to it, but understand it's limited by my own limitations. So keep that in mind as we go. The third thing is I wanted to do this big, broad picture because I want to whittle off pieces. I'm not going to be able to whittle off every piece that is love, uh, in part because of things like it's timeless, which means I can't go back and understand what love was to a certain people, a certain group of people, a certain person, right? But I want to break off small slices and try to make this somewhat tangible for, well, partly for my own selfish need, right? Like I I want to try to do as well as I can um, and because it's complex, but also for you. Look, if I say a couple of things in here that trigger you to go, whoa, wait a second, I haven't really thought about that. And I did, you know, you know, a ten-hour podcast, and still got like half of what I wanted out. Yeah, then, he, well, one, you'd probably never listen to a ten-hour podcast. That would be crazy. It would be so hard. Um, but if I break it down into smaller slices, it makes it a little bit more achievable on your end as well. The fourth reason is I want to encourage all of you, every one of you about the lifelong adventure that we call love. It's a lifelong adventure. And trust me, the one I'm probably most excited about uh, is is pain. The idea of love and its relationship with pain. I'm not going to get into that detail today, uh, but this is to set the stage. Uh We'll get into, again, I'll recap real quick what we will be getting into when we come back. We're going to get into the feeling, the thought, the action, right, the verb, the the fact that it's a verb, right, communication, behavior, that display it, our design, the relational design of love, the pain, the timeless nature of love, and that it's a choice. It's a choice. It's abstract for sure. And it's a choice. With that, I, I wanted today to just plant the seed. Next time, we'll start watering this plant and see what happens. Thanks for joining me. Have a great day. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a look at our website at www.healthyperspectives with a dash in between the healthy and the perspectives. Make sure there's an S at the end.com. So again, www.healthy-perspectives with an S.com.